From St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas, a joyful Christian community, this is Soulful Sundays. A weekly podcast of our 5 o'clock service. I'm Patrick Miller, Director of St. Mark's. Welcome. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? They answered him, John the Baptist, and others, Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. Jesus asked them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, you are the Messiah. And Jesus sternly ordered them not to tell anyone about him. Then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all of this quite openly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and he said to them, 
If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Um, in 2019, I got to go to Israel, which is a great place to visit. I hope everybody gets a chance to make a pilgrimage there. As you travel through, it's very small. You can get all the way up near to the border of Lebanon to a little area of archaeological interest uh, named Caesarea Philippi. So you can go to the town, uh, villages, area where this story takes place. It's uh, Caesarea Philippi uh, was uh, a, uh, a gifted city by Herod and his people, I believe. It was, there was also Caesarea uh, Maritima. There's also all these little Caesareas. But this was, uh, there's, uh, this was a town in honor of, a, of to make the big guy in Rome happy. And so it is a place that has had human religious activity for a very long time. Uh, there's a, what they call a, a temple. And uh, that temple was dedicated to Pan and the god Pan. And the temple is created, the, the footprint of it is what remains, but it kind of backs up to a cave, and in this cave area are the beginning spring waters of the Jordan River. So the Jordan River kind of makes its start in a couple of places, but in particular, this area flows. And now it's a national park, it's very pretty, and you can go and you can visit, and you can be, see the water, you can climb around, it's really great, but you have these, this ruin of this temple, which for my purposes and for us tonight is kind of interesting because Pan, this god, uh, is where we get the word panic. So when you're in a panic, you are possessed by Pan uh, and you are unable to control yourself because, you, you know, we call it worried now, but Pan would get you in a panic. Uh, just, just so you can go and talk to your friends and neighbors, interestingly enough, near the temple of Pan is a, a goat graveyard, and uh, the goat would be sacrificed at the temple, but then given a nice place to spend goat eternity, I guess, uh, right to the right of you. So I think that's an odd thing to know. But anyway, it's always fun to have that in your back pocket. When anybody else gets boring, you can go, did you know there's a goat graveyard? Just saying you could. Um, so anyway, what's interesting to me about this, all of this, is that it is in this area or this place that Mark remembers uh, Jesus, uh, his sort of secret, his who I am, the big revelation, the reveal, you are the Messiah. And Jesus says, sternly orders them in an odd way, yeah, don't talk about that. 
Now, a few chapters before, one of the people that they said they thought he was, John the Baptist, is murdered for uh, his, his uh, critique and, uh, of the government, of the king. And so that murder takes place. And so if you were the revealed Messiah, politically, you might not want that out. So in some ways, I'm feeling like Jesus was being a little shrewd and going, it's true, I'm the Messiah, let's keep that under wraps. Because what happens to the Messiah isn't pretty, this is what's going to happen to the Messiah. And Peter tells Jesus, you know, what, no. And then Jesus Rebukes. These words are strong words. It's the strength. So those, those, that word rebuke is the same word that's used for the demon stuff. Rebukes Peter. So you have two, two of the leaders rebuking each other, and everybody else is going, well, what's, what's going on? And Jesus takes that moment for an opportunity to tell you and me, to tell us, if you want to do what I do, if you want to follow me, you want to be a student of me, the cost of that is pretty high. So make sure you pay attention to it. You have to lose your life in order to save it. If you gain the whole world and you lose your, what is that? And Jesus offers us then a, a little bit of a challenge, I guess. What's going on and who are you in the context of your faith? It's a pretty easy question. Who do you say Jesus is? And what is the implication of that proclamation that you make? Uh, in the United States, which is pretty easy, Jesus is my personal Lord and Savior. I was saved on this day. I do all these things. I, I tithe 10%. I do all these things. Yeah, okay, cool. How have you lost your life? What have you, what about, what sacrifice have you made? Well, I accepted you as my personal Lord and Savior, and uh, into my heart on this day, and you and I are now together, and you're my personal Lord and Savior, and we uh, go about our business, and I go do these things. But what have you sacrificed? What have you lost? If the sacrifice is losing your life, what part of your life have you sacrificed? And then you say again, I don't think you heard me, Jesus but I accepted you as my personal Lord and Savior, and I do these things. And then there's a pause in the conversation with Jesus where Jesus goes, okay, you accepted me as your personal Lord and Savior. What is it that you are doing with me? Now, what are we doing with this Jesus that we've accepted into our lives? Well, I can drive down Bel Air in a few minutes on a Sunday night, and if I happen to turn my blinker on and then decide to go left instead of right, I guarantee you somebody with a fish on the back of their car is going to honk at me in a very obnoxious way and use a dirty sign with their fingers to address my mistake with my blinker. Tonight, probably on 610, somebody's going to be a good Christian, and they're going to go home, they're going to pour too many drinks, and then they're going to yell at their children for spilling milk. 
probably somebody in leadership in a church is going to go home tonight and think about how they're going to cover up the money that they're taking from their work. We in the United States claim to be a Christian nation, and yet so much of our actions discredits that. And so the call for us, as your teacher, by the way, you need to reread the James because evidently if I mislead you, it's bad for me. So using my tongue properly, who do you say Jesus is? And what are you doing with that proclamation? And how are you living your life in such a way that you lose it? You lose your ego in the situation. You lose your stakes of success, maybe, in the situation. You lose maybe the fight that you feel like you must win as an expression and belief of the belief that you hold in Jesus. So tonight is always a night of new beginnings. It's Sunday night. Tomorrow is a new day. I wish you the best as you answer the question that Jesus asks all of his students. Who do you say that I am? Amen. How deep the Father's love for us, how vast beyond all measure, that he should give his only son to make a wretch's treasure. How Why should I gain? 
This episode was produced by St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas. Special thanks to our band, led by Cameron Deason-Hammond, and featuring Jeremy Nuncio, Asher Pudlow, and Andrew Gordon. Join us every Sunday for Soulful Sundays at 5 p.m. at St. Mark's, 3816 Bel Air Boulevard in Houston, Texas, or visit us online at stmarks-houston.org.